Fishbowl Barrio. I'm your host, Pucho, and in front of me is my home, your homie, Dom. What's going on, Dom? How much, man? How about you? Everything's going on pretty good. Pretty good over here. Yeah, man. Over here, too. Uh, what do you call it? I got that stimmy in. Uh, oh, got the stimmy? Yeah, man. What do you call it? I went up to over there. You've been seeing all those memes of like. Uh, let me go to North Star Mall and say, how much are the boots at, out, front? <laughs> out front? Out front. I've seen the Bucky's one where the some bu- dude's like, I give me the beaver. Me. Yeah. Give me the beaver. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm curious to hear from our Fishbowl Barrio bros. Hey, you know, let us know what you, you know, what kind of frivolous item you may have purchased with your stimmy. Um, if you did, you know, or whatever you'd use your stimmy for, that'd be cool. We just want to hear from you guys. Yeah. So hit us up at the uh, fishbowl barrio at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can hit us up at our Twitter at uh, the barrio fishbowl. Yeah, let us know if you uh, paid off debt, saved it, invested it, bought some rims. Uh, I, I don't know. PS5. Whatever, PS5, whatever. whatever your heart desires. Whatever, man. It's all to stimulate the economy. So we're just curious. We want to hear from you guys. So hit us up. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about the Spurs. You know, they had a couple up and down games um, these past couple days. I think they won against the Magic. They got destroyed but by the Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. Um, and then they won. They beat somebody the else. The Bulls. The Bulls. Didn't they play somebody? Yeah, the Pistons. Oh, uh, the Pistons. I, yeah, I mean, they beat the Pistons. They, they, they beat the Pistons pretty handily. Um, I was watching. It's funny yeah. because I watched the I watched the games um, on the Cody, and so sometimes I'll catch the the um, the broadcast from the the home place. So for the yeah. Pistons, I was listening to the Pistons announcers, and boy, by the sounds of what how they were talking, you would think they were Spurs announcers because they were talking a lot of goods. And it's rare because most of the time the announcers will talk you know talk up their players, no matter if they were losing or winning. Yeah. Uh, but the but they were talking up the Spurs and uh, pretty pretty much pretty well. Yeah, that's why I always love Sean Elliott. That's why. Uh, oh, it's the go-to. Yeah, well, I remember when the Spurs used to be on TNT on you know where it'd be local or national. I'd always put it on the local because I was like, I gotta, I gotta hear my boy Sean Elliott, the Ninja. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. some of those TNT guys and ESPN guys are big, just blowhards. You know, they, yeah. they go. It's like I, I there'll be two teams. You know, they'll say the Spurs and the Mavericks, right? Playing like it's a rivalry game. And for some reason, they have to mention Steph Curry or they have to mention LeBron James. Like, okay, I get they're great players, but talk about the players that are playing in this game. And, and I get why they don't. They probably don't do a lot of research on those kind of teams. You know, they, yeah. they just want to, and those particular channels want to talk up the players that they really like to heavily market. But it's a little annoying for us Spurs fans. Uh, especially with Van Gundy on ESPN. You don't like Van Gundy? Ah man, he's just a Spurs hater. 
Yeah. I, 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 but you know why, though, right? You know why. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we broke his heart long ago, man. So, you know, yeah. he, he holds a little bit of resentment towards us. I mean, I, I think there's some that are worse. Um, it's been a while since I've heard them, though. So I don't know if they've improved. But I, I didn't like Chris Webber for a long time. Oh, he's horrible. Um, <laughs> Reggie Miller can get on my nerves sometimes. Um, it's been a while since I've heard any of the other ones. Mark Jackson, but I don't think he does announcing anymore, does he? No, I'm not sure. Yeah, so you're yeah, like me. Like yeah. we, we just switch automatically to the to the spot Fox Sports or the Ken's Five one, yeah, so we don't exactly. even know the, <laughs> who, the, who the national announcers are. Um, but then they played the Bulls last night, which was a real up and down game. The, I think the Spurs were down almost 23 points. Yeah, they were. I was looking at. It, I was like, man, we're about to get slaughtered. Yeah, and and it's funny because my cousin is a Bulls fan, and I was like, you know, Spurs have a hard time one uh, containing players that they can score in bunches, and then two, uh, they tend to play down to their opponent. I know the Bulls are kind of there. I think they're a playoff team in the East, but they're kind of struggling. Um, they're below five hundred, and the Spurs have a tendency to play down to the level of those people. But they were able to turn it around and come back. Man, I was yeah. I was. Real questionable because I know when the third quarter started, it was like I think an 18-point lead. Yeah. And then we would score a couple baskets and then they would score. And it was like, oh, we're not making any headway. And then all of a sudden, we went on an 11-0 run. And then we went on a 17-0 run. And then, then I, we were down one point. And it was like, oh. Yeah. But then they came and they went up about five or six points. And then I was like, no, we're going to let it go through our fingers. Maybe they're running out of gas. But then, nope, we ran on another run. And ended up yeah. taking over the game and, and, and won the game. It was a pretty exciting game. Yeah. I was uh, I was actually getting notifications. I was sitting there watching TV. Um, I'm an old man, so I was watching CNN and oh, Fox Lord. News. I, lo- <laughs> I love to flip between both of them because I like to see point, both point of views. Oh. But I'm over there just watching this first. And the reason I, I was watching because when, when they got down big, I was like, I don't need to watch this. I don't need this kind of torture in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that toxicity, sir. Exactly. But, yeah, they were able to pull it off. And, again, like we've talked about many times before. I'm really excited about the young guys. You know, we just got to continue. They got to continue to show some consistency. And as long as they do that, we're going to be a scary team in the playoffs. What else is scary is Pop's hair, man. He needs a haircut. You think so, bro? I, I ain't digging the. the, the you digging the long silvery locks? No, I am not, man. <laughs> I like it when he walks and it's like flows in the Yeah, back. that's what's he has barely on the top. That's, right? that's why it throws me off when I'm like <laughs> He gets mad and it starts flopping in the back. Yeah. Like, it's like, ooh, he's extra I always mad. Think, I think of Dr. Brown from Back to the Future. Nah man. Doc Brown. Doc Brown had it like froed out almost. Yeah. Like <laughs> Pop has it, he has it kind of slick back. You got to give it from Pop's perspective, right? He ain't got much from up here, but he got a lot back here. So he's like <laughs> Trying to preserve what he has left, you know, before he has to cut it all, probably yeah. shave his head. You know, he's yeah. he's had it short and buzz for so long in his life. I'm sure he's, like, I mean, he's a like, moment of freedom for him. Yeah, it's like it's COVID. And everything. He's all like, F it. I, you know, I ain't here to impress <laughs> nobody. I don't care. None at all, bro. Yeah. Letting the silvery locks blow. Yeah, exactly. Blow in the wind. Shaving? Nah, I ain't dealing. <laughs> I'm wearing this Spurs with a golf t-shirt. That's as, uh, that's as dressed up as I'm getting today. Hey, hey no front. I would do the same thing, man. If I if I was a Spurs player, you'd probably see me in Spurs gear all the time. I mean, one it's free, I, it's free. That's right, and those things ain't cheap. You know, no. If you had to buy it, right? No. So it's not like I'm wearing cheap stuff. Oh, no, I'm no. just wearing free stuff for me. Exactly. You know, you know, it ain't, it's gonna be the top of the line stuff too. The limited edition. 
you know, that that's, but like with the, I don't know, I guess because I'm so used to pop always being always like suited up and clean cut all the time. Yeah. It's, it's still, it's sort of hard to get used I'm to. I'm sure he, he much rather wear what he's wearing right now. Oh, I agree. I, I bet now he's all like, no, oh, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so we got a really interesting topic today, but before we jump into it, I have some fun facts, just a couple. One is a follow-up from last week. You asked me how old was Homer Simpson because his birthday was March the 12th, um, and according to them, according to what I looked up, he's 40 years old. Now, granted, you know, that doesn't take into account the seasons like that because I think he's when he started out, he was in his mid-30s. And so, like, he's aging very slowly as the series progresses. Um, like reverse dog years? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he's 40 years old. So that's how old Homer Simpson is. Um, and also, on, uh, 19, in 1918, on March 19th, 1918, uh, the U.S. Standard Time Act was established, uh, establishing the standard time zones in the U.S. So there's a little fun fact for our Barrio Bros out there. I wonder if they if they did it like nation worldwide. And that's why we had to do it. Like we had to adapt to it. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was a situation where the world started it and then we had to adapt, or we started it and the world had to adapt because of. I think Wall Street probably had a big thing to do with it, but I don't know. That that'd be a good follow up for next week. So today's topic is going to be anime. Now I know you don't watch a lot of anime, so. Um, but I'm really interested to hear your perspective on some of the things. So, okay. you ready to jump into it? Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, let's go, King Kasuru. Taisetsu Namono, protect my bows. Boku Gawaru is the let's fighting. Let's fighting love. Let's fighting love. All right, man. So, anime. So, the number one question people want to ask is okay. First, what's the first ever anime that came out? And then, secondly, what was the first one that came out in the U.S.? So the first one that's known, I guess, because there might have been one that came out before this, but the first known anime ever was Decobo's new picture book, Failure of a Great Plan. And that came out around 1917, so right before World War One, And so... Um, I don't know too much about it. They didn't have, I didn't read too much on the story or anything of that nature, but that was the first anime that came out and they tried to show it in theaters, but then yeah. more happened. The first anime in the US, one that came out as a series, was Astro Boy and it came out January 1st, 1963. So uh, it's about 50 years between the first anime that was, that came out in Japan to the first anime that came out in the U.S. And it's funny because yeah. Astro Boy now is pretty popular in the U.S. as far as they had a movie not that long ago. They've had several movies, but they had one that was in the theaters, you know, American theaters uh, not that long ago. They had a syndicated show as well. And I think it was on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, anime has, has grown quite a bit from when it first came to nowadays. And even when it came into the U.S. till until now. I wonder, like, what made it blow up um, in America because, I, like, my nephews, uh, they're really into it. Um, and actually, um, my one of my nephews, uh, the oldest one, uh, before COVID hit, mm-hmm. he had already saved up money to go to Japan. Oh, I mean, man. he's re- he's really into their culture, right, eats right. sushi and all that. Yeah. Um, like here in San Antonio, we went to go eat at Bacadon uh, uh, with him because he enjoys that. But 
he's really into anime too. So I always, I, you know, I'd never really asked him like, how did you get into it? Right. And I really don't know. So the common response that I usually hear to that question is two things. One is the animation, right? Uh-huh. So what anime really does is they draw things differently than we're used to in America. They're usually very detailed, especially when they're fighting. You know, they really make a point to, to kind of like animate the motion and the movements, uh, you know, with different characters. Um, and again, it's really unique the way it looks. Um, secondly, the storylines, they're very in-depth stories, man. And, and some of these animes are so long that you really get to develop a rapport with the different characters and especially the main characters. Um, and you kind of go through the gamut of emotions, you know, they, they have a different sense of humor, you know, so you kind of get a different viewpoint and a different idea and concept of, of, you know, how to laugh and not how to laugh, but when, when to laugh and stuff like that. Cause they, again, they, they kind of use different types of animations to, to display certain emotions that are kind of very comedic and, and, and stuff like that. And so yeah. those are the two big things. It, it's, it's, it sounds obvious, but yeah. it, that's really what it is. You know, the storylines and the animation are really unique to anime versus American uh, cartoons. Like when growing up, American cartoons were more like, well, especially during our age, like they were more like kind of based off of kind of action movies. Right, kind yeah. of the, the way the the action movie dialogues were, the action movie action was like that's kind of how the cartoons were kind of basing themselves off of, where anime has the very specific style of you know action and fighting and and display and they're very creative you know because it's a different part of the world right yeah. so they they have a different way of looking at certain things and and trying to visualize those concepts and so like. For example, we'll talk about it here yeah. in a little bit later, but like My Hero Academia, like yeah. when you're talking about the different abilities people have, they're really off the wall, right? And they really try to dive deep into the concept of abilities, right? Like not everybody can be a, a Superman type of character, right? You got to have different levels. So you have somebody like the main character's mom who can just, she has powers, but all she can do for the most part is lift the remote, you know? It's real yeah. basic. Yeah. So you have the different levels. You don't deny everybody's a super powerhouse, you know, how we're used to in comic books and stuff like that. That brings me up, I guess, like somebody that's sort of a novice like myself in anime. Would, what would you consider? Would you consider like Street Fighter? Like maybe anime? Which Street Fighter are you talking about? Because there is Street Fighter that's anime. Like there's yeah. the Street Fighter movies that's that's anime. Uh-huh. But the, there was one on, I think, uh, back in the day, a cartoon. Uh-huh. There was a Street Fighter cartoon that was in America that was not an anime. Yeah, I meant like like the video game one. Oh, well, what do you mean the video game one? Like, I mean, those kind of characters, would you like... That's okay, was, that's what I'm saying. So like, it was they it have, from Japan and like... Right. Like you, the reason I bring this up is because you were talking about like the laughing and their thing. Because I, for some reason, I don't know why, I just kept on thinking of Chun Chun Li. <laughs> so, so, now, so the video game is that's yeah. that's a whole other genre, right? Yeah. So there's anime, there's video games that are based on anime, uh-huh. right? So you don't look at video games as anime in that sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. There now, as far as Street Fighter and like as a cartoon, right? As an yeah, animated yeah, series. There is like I have I don't know if they have anime uh, shows that are Street Fighter I think yeah. they do, but I know for sure they have the movie. There's an anime yeah. movie. There's a Street Fighter anime movie. Now there was a Street Fighter cartoon when we were kids 
the I I don't yeah. remember where else it was shown other than USA. I think it was on USA. Yeah, it may have been shown somewhere else. That cartoon was not an anime. That that probably was more like Americanized, like yes. GI Joe kind of. Super. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Because when I think of the anime, I think of it like anime style, like uh, you yeah, know, like yeah, specific yeah, style yeah, yeah. I mean, of art when you yeah, were talking about anime. yeah, it's sort of like um that old saying about uh, art and pornography. You know it when you see it, right? There and, you go. Yeah, and you know that's what like, like I could tell the American one is just like it's not real. It's like GI Joe kind of right, exactly. Gojo kind of cartoon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and a, a big giveaway on a lot of anime, and some anime don't always go this route, but a lot of them do. Is the eyes right? Yeah. The anime usually has big eyes. Um, that's a real common feature in a lot of the anime characters. Is the eyes are usually bigger than a normal person's. Now there are some anime. That crossed over, right, and they're pretty much looked at as kind of a, a borderline anime slash cartoon. Voltron is a big one, you know. That was yeah. originally an anime that came over to the U.S. and you know essentially became just a cartoon. Um, Transformers was originally not an anime, but it was a Japanese toy line that became that came over to the Americas and they made a cartoon off of it. But a lot of the artists that draw it are from Japan and stuff like that. So you mm-hmm. kind of get an anime feel in the art. Yeah. Um, so there's things like that. And then there's other anime that they just made, were able to just make a crossover as an anime. Um, the, one of the largest one and one of the ones that has grossed the most money ever you know, it's Pokemon. Yeah. You know, Pokemon is like to put, yeah, they like you asked me last time, is Pokemon an anime? Like, technically, yeah, it is an anime. It's technically an anime. You know, it starts in Japan and then they have to do the English dub here in in the US. Um, And we're not going to go into the sub versus dub argument here because I think for you, you probably listen to a lot of dub. I I go either way. For me, I I was going to say, you know, it's funny since I started watching a couple of them, uh I prefer the subtitle. I like reading it better. It just, I guess when it sounds dub, it's just like, it doesn't feel right. I don't know how else to put it. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you, you're actually on the right path there because <laughs> the emotion that Japanese actors give the characters, it just seems so much more authentic to what's going on versus the way the Americans do it. American actors, I mean, some of them are really, really good, but when they're transposing it into English, it just kind of kills some of the moments. Yeah. Like it doesn't really, it's not as impactful as it could be or as it is when you hear the Japanese ones because they kind of exaggerate sometimes when like, like something major happens or something silly happens. Like they make it sound really exaggerated, which yeah. adds to the comedy or adds to the action or adds to the, like, you know, he could just be telling them, you're going down, yeah. but like the way he says it with the affliction in his voice, yeah, yeah exactly. it, it, it makes you like, damn, this shit's about to go down, you know? Yeah. And so, I, I totally understand what you're saying. So I, I'm interested in that. Uh, that's intriguing that you said that because me personally, I, I, I usually prefer the subs. You know, I, I don't get mad if there's a dub. You know, I don't mind that either. Uh, mainly because of this. Yes, I like the subs. I like the, the, the voice acting much better with, with the subs when it's in Japanese. But sometimes when you're reading it, especially if there's a lot of action going on, you might miss something here and there. And that's where yeah. watching the dub, you kind of get to see it in its entirety without having to focus on trying to read and stuff like that but it's not so egregious where you you couldn't just you know watch the show and 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 not read the subtitle so it's it's not too bad so let me go ahead and jump into this top 10 list so number 10 is sword art online and that one was pretty much about uh this guy who was playing 
um, this video game online, and he ended up getting trapped in the world, kind of like Ready Player One. Um, so it was a pretty interesting story. I, I think I watched the first episode, and then I didn't really go back to it. Um, the next one is Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. They're two separate series. Um, it's one of my favorite series. It's a really good, good, interesting story. Um, pretty much, it's a world where instead of chemistry and physics being the primary sciences, alchemy became the real primary science and mixed with some magic. And um, the brothers, the story is based off these two brothers, um, the Elric brothers. And their father was not really in their lives in the beginning. You know, he was there sporadically and he kind of disappeared for a long time. Then the mom got sick and she ended up passing away. And so the brothers started reading their dad's books and, his, and all his teachings and started to end up bringing back their mom um, using a spell called or alchemy called uh, human transmutation. But what they didn't understand is that in human trans, where any alchemy thing you do, there's a law that's governed that governs alchemy called the law of equivalent exchange. And, you know, what they didn't understand is when they use alchemy, they have, they have to lose something or you have to lose something to gain something. You can't just make something out of thin air. You know, you have to have something, you know, so if I have coal, I can turn that into a diamond. You know, I can't yeah. just make a diamond out of thin air kind of deal. And so what ended up happening is they tried to bring their mom back to life, but, the older brother ended up losing his arm and his leg, and the younger brother ended up losing his entire everything. But the older brother was able to save his soul, and he ended up merging in with an armor. So if you see the the picture of the of the anime, you'll see the older brother, and he's got his metal arm and his metal leg, and you'll see the brother, the other brother is like in an armor suit. Like when you say armor suit, I, I, for some reason in my head, I keep on thinking of like a knight. Yeah, like a medieval knight. Yeah. Oh, uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. Okay. He's like in a medieval knight because it was an armor suit that his dad had in the house. I think a bud man, like bud man <laughs> Pretty around. much. No, yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. He looks like <laughs> bud man walking around, bud light man. And so he, um, he, you know, they and his brother can still use alchemy even in his armor suit, but. uh you know, that was the price they have to pay for messing around with things that they really weren't supposed to. Because that's like a big taboo. Like, you're not supposed to do that kind of stuff. Well, it lets me wonder about the dad just to lay, leave things like that laying around. I mean. <laughs> well, obviously, bro, he did not care about the family very much. No, no, no. There's a reason why he was kind of away. And they explain it later on. But, you know, for most of the beginning of the story, you're like, damn, this dude's a deadbeat, man. How dare he leave his family like that? Just so with his wife getting sick and dying. He's like, bro, you're not even going to go back and check on your family? Nah, the only time he's going to come around is when he gets that 1400 deposit per kid. Oh, hey, dad's back. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's an awesome series. So I mean, I recommend everybody check it out. I, I think it's in, it's only I've only seen it in dub. I'm sure it has a Japanese uh, language version of it, but I've only ever seen it in dub. So um, check it out. Number eight is Sailor Moon. Uh, this was one that I watched when I was a young kid. I, ha I didn't really get too deep into it. I want to say in the beginning it was just her. And her friend, uh, Tuxedo Mask, who was a guy that she knew, but she didn't know he was also a crime fighter. And he Sort of like Peter Parker? <laughs> yes, except he roamed around in a tuxedo with a mask. Because oh, he was high and class, man. Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> He's a high class crime fighter. And he had a cape. And I want to say he used like roses to fight 
<laughs> and then later on, she ended up getting uh, some homegirls that were all based off the planets. Uh, but, you know, it was a very popular uh, anime series. Uh, from there, the next one, this is one that's really popular right now, is Attack on Titan. Now, I think I've seen most of the first season. Um, it's not that I, I don't want to watch more of it because it's one of those that I have bookmarked. I'm going to end up going back and, and binge watching it. Uh, but it's a really intriguing story. It's a different kind of take on, on a story. I mean, it's not a one that I've heard before, but it's a different you know kind of story that I've ever seen. And pretty much at the beginning, all you really pretty much know is that normal-sized humans are fighting giant humans. And the giant humans, are there's all kind of giant humans, and they're all different sizes, but they're like all way bigger than humans. Are they called shacks? No, they're not called shacks. They're even bigger than shack. And they eat normal humans. So, I mean, you'll see them like throwing the normal humans in their mouths and they'll chomp on chomping them down, blood squirting all over the place. And then um, the way the normal humans fight them is they have these devices that are attached to their hips that shoot out grappling hooks and they kind of like zip around the giants. And they, the point is to cut the back of their necks. I want to say that's where the weaknesses are. But they also cut them wherever they can. Um, and then later on in the season, you find out that the main character um, has the ability to turn into one of them. And he, uh, to a giant human. And he ends up helping and fighting. And uh, I don't want to give too much away from the future of that story. But things change as the story progresses. So um, that's definitely one that I want to go back and check out. I think you should check it out. I think you, Barrio Bros, should check it out. Uh, number six is this one called Detective Conan. I never heard of it, um, but apparently it's got over a thousand episodes and it's super popular. Um, but uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say when you when you see like an episode or it has that many, I mean, episodes a series has that many episodes. I'm the kind of person I just give up. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm gonna be able to get through a thousand episodes. I'm just like, right. I'm just like, why even start? Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like a, a, a if you didn't start from the beginning, there's no point to pick it up right now. Yeah, are are you like that? That's how I am. I'm like, no, yeah. I can be like it, like for example, there's one called One Piece uh -huh. that we'll talk about here a little bit later. Um, that has a lot of episodes, and like I get into it like in chunks. Like I can't. I I, I it's been a while since I've gone back and watched it, but like I watched a big chunk of it. Then I stop watching it. Then I'm like, dang, I need to pick it back up because then I'll come across like an, an episode that's like really exciting. And I'm like, dang, how did it get to this point? And then I'll watch a couple episodes back, but then I realize, dang, there's too many episodes. So I, I completely understand what you're talking about there. Yeah, like even like regular TV shows, if it's past five, season five, then I'm like, nah. But it if it, really, if it, yeah, if it's really one, two, or three, me. if it's one, two, or three, I'm like, oh, it's early enough. I can I can binge watch and get caught back up. It has to really, really grab me. Um, again, this is the top 10 most popular uh, anime based off of gross and popularity. So number five is Death Note. Now, this is one that I have never seen, but I know a lot of people hype it up. Um, it had a live action movie that was on Netflix. I don't think it was very good. Um, but the premise of the story is essentially there's a guy who has a book that he gets from, I want to say, a Shinigami, which is a Grim Reaper, essentially. And whenever he writes a person's full name in the book, something happens, like, that person dies. Like, they, they die mysteriously. I think most of them end up having heart attacks or something along those lines. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't know too much else of the story other than that. I know that, oh, well, I'll, I'll say that I know that him and a good guy, because I don't know if the, the main character is, I don't think he's necessarily a good guy. I think he's kind of like a, like a Dexter character. Yeah. Where he does some good things, but he also has some bad intentions. Um, but that's a very popular anime that's out there. Now, number four is one that I watched and I fell in love with. Um, mainly because the story really, it has a really good, for me, it had a really good storytelling. And that was Naruto. Naruto is one that you were just talking like yeah. is, is is a series like you were just talking about that has like over a thousand episodes. Uh, it doesn't have that many, but it has a lot of episodes. But I think I think it does have over a thousand. When you're talking about its entirety, like both the beginning series and then the sequel series, and then now it has another sequel series. Um, but what really intrigues me about Naruto is the storyline. Um, the story is based off of this kid who is essentially ostracized by his village. Um, and the reason he's ostracized is because inside of him is a demon. And it's like one of the most powerful demons in the, in the world. And that demon, the day he was born, the demon was actually inside of his mom. And when he was born, the demon was able to get out of his mom. And I, I don't want to tell you why, because yeah, that's part of the whole story. The demon was able to get out of his mom and ended up going on a rampage on the city, on the village. Ended up destroying the village and killing a lot of people. And so a lot of people ended up having a lot of animosity towards the demon and unfortunately towards the little boy. And it's sad because the little boy ended up growing up as an orphan. And everybody is like an eight-year-old kid and everybody's like treating him like crap, like terribly. And... He just never let it get to him, you know. I mean, like, yeah, it got to him because he's human. I mean, technically, yeah. But he never, it never stopped his motivations for becoming a better person, a better, better ninja. Because that series was based off ninjas, <laughs> even though a lot of them didn't do ninja stuff. Because he wore like an orange suit, and it's like there's nothing, there's nothing ninja about an orange suit. <laughs> I can see you. You're right there. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be stealth. He's like, not at all. I'm loud and I'm wearing orange. So, but it's it's a really cool story. Um, you know, that's one I would recommend anybody check out. I know it's a lot of episodes, but trust me, you're gonna you're gonna like it. Um, I I find myself as a grown man crying at some of these episodes just because of the way the story is, and you know, you start thinking about like, damn man, like why y'all doing him like that kind of deal. And I mean, there's all kind of stuff because the, the 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 big concept and the big theme of the show is bonds, the bonds you create, right? And how that really defines who you are, like who you keep around you defines who you are and what you mean to those people around you is what you mean to your world, you know, like, yeah. that's, that's what that, a lot of it has to do with and so... Um, you know, do you see a lot of those, the theme kind of continue on? Sometimes those bonds break for various reasons. Maybe this guy's like, you know what, y'all are going a different way that I want to go. Or maybe this person dies, you know, spontaneously for whatever reason. Maybe he's trying to protect somebody. Maybe he's just a warrior or whatever. Um, but the theme of the bonds is, is really, really touching throughout the story. Uh, number three is Pokemon. Now, Pokemon is the highest grossing of all of the anime. Can you want to take a guess how much uh, Pokemon has made? 
A billion dollars. No, way more than that. Ten billion dollars. No, more than that. I'll tell you, it's ninety-nine billion dollars. That includes okay. merchandise, manga, everything. It includes all the revenue. I can I can imagine. I mean, it's everywhere. Oh yeah. I mean, even Pikachu, me, I even know. Pikachu is a super famous character. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe like after a certain age, people might not know who he is. But I would say a, a lot of people know who Pikachu is. Yeah, I know who Pikachu is. I, um, I even seen the, the the movie, the the movie that came out. Yeah, it was, and it was pretty good. I like, I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll put it this way. If it was at the Dollar Theater, I'd watch it. But it was in there. It was okay. It wasn't horrible. It was. It was. Uh, I don't know. I think the casting could have been a little bit better. Oh, you didn't like Ryan Reynolds? Uh, yeah, it was okay. No, oh, you you didn't like some of the other characters. Yeah. Well, sir, when you watch a lot of kids' movies, you'll find some of them are are better than what you would think. Yeah, that's a but Like I said, it was all. <laughs> I don't it was know. It wasn't totally horrible. I got you. Uh, but they also have had a lot of anime movies. Um, they've had the series as well. They've had a whole bunch of different oh, series. Oh, the Nintendo game. Where the everybody, Nintendo. Yeah, where, that's where, where it everybody's starts. walking with the phone. No, I was talking oh, about... Oh, you're talking the, about Pokemon Go. Yeah, Pokemon Go. Yeah, there you go. I mean, everybody's... That summer when it came out was everybody was at the parks. Yeah. Everybody was out there trying to catch them all. Be the yeah. best that ever was. <laughs> <laughs> and all that jazz, um, but yeah, highest grossing uh, anime of all time, and that's that's no surprise. That's pretty that thing is pretty much everywhere. Um, number two is one that we talked about earlier, which is One Piece. One Piece is about pirates. It's a pirate based anime. Now it's it's interesting because I want to say One Piece for me. Not to say other animes haven't like displayed quirky abilities, but One Piece for me was like that first anime that had like off the wall abilities, like abilities that just like were outside the box. So, for example, now this guy, um, the main character's ability is not too far off the wall because you know I've seen we've seen that in comics before, and his his body became rubber essentially, so he could stretch really long or whatever, but. The way they get their abilities is they have to eat this fruit called a devil fruit. And each devil fruit gives you, is specific to the ability. So you have to like hunt for these rare fruits. And when you get it, you don't know what it's going to give you. And it only get you know, there's only one of those powers can exist at a time. So you eat the fruit. And they're all different shapes and stuff like that. So unless somebody documents the fruit that you ate, they won't, nobody else would know what it is or what the abilities are. So once you eat the fruit, you get a certain ability. But the kicker is everybody, all the devil fruit users have a weakness to water. Meaning, if you were to fall into the ocean, you would start to sink. Or if you were splashed with like a cup of water, you would feel real tired. But you could still fight, but you would feel tired. Like So everybody had a weakness to water when it came to the devil fruit. Dang, I'd be walking around with a water gun. There you go. <laughs> like, this dude's super powerful. Got that super soaker going, double pumped. Nobody, just to their weak and tired, and then I'll kick them out. <laughs> there you go. But uh, one of the quirky abilities that were that uh, that were displayed on there was somebody that was in his crew had the ability to make arms. I don't know if she had any other, if she's able to make any other ability, but she can make arms come out of anywhere in her body. 
So she could have like multiple arms coming out of her arm, out of her just her arm or out of her side, whatever. She could have it coming out of anywhere in her body. And so that was a pretty weird ability. And um, there's certain, there's some fruits that give you like animal abilities, like kind of make you like a werewolf kind of deal. Or like make you like a were jaguar or a were ox, you know, kind of like the half man, half beast deal. Or you can turn into all the way into the beast and stuff like that. Um, and there's some that give you abilities that are based off of mythical creatures. Like there's a guy who has the abilities of a phoenix. Like he can transform his body into a phoenix. And if he, I think if he dies, he can resurrect himself. Stuff that, like that. That's the one I want. <laughs> There's other cool mythical ones too, man. And there's one guy who can transform into a giant uh, eastern dragon, and then there's a there's another one where a guy can transform into a giant Buddha, and he has like certain powers. Um, then there's another devil fruit where it gives you these abilities that are like abstract. So like, for example, one guy he they're called uh, logia fruits. And so one guy, he he ate it, and he had the ability to become light. So he could, like, shoot lasers out of his hands. He could, like, bounce around like like a light, like a, you know, super fast, like light speed, stuff like that. And he's, like, really powerful. And there's other characters and stuff like that. One guy who has the ability to turn himself into lava and use lava. And those are usually the strongest because they tend to be, like, intangible. They can't really be hit by physical attacks unless you have... This other special ability. But again, that, that's one of the ones that has like over a thousand episodes. It's a really interesting series, but it's very long. Um, and they can draw out some of the arcs. Um, but overall, it's a really good series. It was, for the longest time, the highest grossing an, uh, manga. Um, and it has a pretty high amount of manga uh, of money with the manga. It made $8.825 billion just off the manga sales. Dang. But... It lost that title to uh, another series that has an anime, but it's not in the top 10, um, called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I never checked this one out, but it seemed it was on Toonami for a minute. Um, but it's very popular, and the manga sales are pretty astronomical as well. Um, $8.937 billion, and that's the, now the number one manga selling series. And the number one... Of the top 10 most popular series. Can you take a wild guess? It's one I haven't mentioned yet. Transformers. No. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. I should have guessed it. I saw your shirt. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, they've. That's probably the next, outside of Pokemon, probably the next most well-known anime yeah, I know of all time. Um, Goku's, uh, a matter of fact, was it last year? The year before? No, it was the year before, 2019. Uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. They had a Goku uh, parade float, which was like the first time outside of Pokemon that an anime character had been displayed in the in the Macy's Day Parade. So it just shows you like anime has gone huge compared to when we were kids. So, I just want to mention before we jump into our conversation a little bit further, some of the my top five up-and-coming anime. Like, So, these are anime that are still relatively new. Some of them are a little bit more seasoned than others, but are still pretty much like last, I want to say, maybe five, six years they've come out. Uh, number one for me, Demon Slayer. 
Now that's one okay. that you can get into because it's on Netflix and it's only one season right now. Okay, so I'm gonna well, see. <laughs> Mark, three episodes from now, uh, Fishbowl Barrio, I'm gonna do an update because I will. I'm gonna watch that that one season. I'll let you know what my thoughts are. Demon after Slayer. Demon Slayer. There you go. And what's cool about Demon Slayer is the animation. We talked about how animation is what makes anime very popular. And what makes Demon Slayer's animation so unique is they kind of use that old school style, that old school Japanese art style to display mm-hmm. their abilities. If When you watch okay. it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, but pretty much the story is about Demon Slayers. You know, they're chasing a demon. The, the main character... He's off at work when he comes home. His whole family slain except for his sister. And he realizes that his sister was converted to a demon. And then the story kind of goes on from there. But it's a very well written story. It's really interesting. Um, I was I suggest you check it out. Uh, number two, I think this is the one you you have some, you've seen some of. Is Oh, before I go into number two, I also wanted to mention about Demon Slayer is that Demon Slayer has the highest grossing movie of all time. And it just came out last year in 2020. So you already know it's the, probably the writing is awesome. It's like, been pretty I, good. I, I was going to say is because for it to convert to movies, it's usually pretty good storyline and that can convert pretty easily, but well-written. Right. And so, and it, and it beat out the, the number one before the Demon Slayer movie took it over. And the Demon Slayer movie is called Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie, Mugen Train. But before that was the number one all-time movie, the number one movie was, anime movie, was Spirited Away, and it came out in 2001. That was the number, and that movie held on to the number one spot from 2001 all the way to 2020. And so Demon Slayer grossed. Four hundred and sixteen million five hundred thirty-four thousand eight hundred and fifty-four dollars. That was it. And in one year, that's how much it's grossed. So, and I want to say that the movie takes place right after the anime series, and I don't think it's come out yet in the U.S. Okay. So it's still relatively new. It may have, but I haven't seen it. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, I'll get. I'm gonna watch that Demon Slayer that get caught up with the the season. And if it comes to movies, let's hit it up. Let's do it, man. Let's go. Let's make it a barrio thing. Yeah. <laughs> and for those, we may be able to record some of it and upload it uh, illegally to the Fishbowl Barrio at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so be on the lookout, guys. The lookout, it'll be the Fishbowl Barrio trailer, uh, uh, trailer edition of Demon Slayer. <laughs> so number two, and this is the one that you I know you know of, is My Hero Academia. I think that's one of the ones. Yeah. It's, it's I think it's in the fourth season. It might be in the fifth. I think it's in the fourth. Um, it's been out for a minute, but it's like one of the ones that is starting to come up yeah. and started to be real popular. Um, it's been real popular. And its storyline is essentially about a world where most people have abilities. But what I like about it is, and we, talk about, yeah. we talked about this a little bit earlier, is that not everybody's ability is worth a damn, right? Yeah. It's just like everybody's got abilities, but not everybody has ability that, that actually will do anything for you. And so it's it's an interesting take, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's like most things you read about or watch that have where everybody has superpowers. Everybody has a superpower that actually does something, right? Yeah. Or to a magnitude where it can actually do or affect the situation. But like the main character, for example, 
his mom's ability is that she can like make a she can like lift a remote telekinetically. And that's about it. She can't do much more else than that. Like she can lift very small things. And that's pretty yeah. much it. And she can't even lift them very far. And that's pretty much all her ability is. And her son, he had no ability. So he was one of the rare people that didn't get one. That's see, that's why when I started watching it with my brother, is that's what I sort of liked it, is that he didn't have any abilities and as you watch uh, the, the episode, you see he how he gets them. But you see, it's not like, oh, and I always thought this is that like, oh, I got these magic, uh, the, all these special abilities. Now I know how to use it. Like you see, like he, he does it. It's a progression. Like Right, and right. He, and, it, and it's like from <laughs> level zero. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he has to build himself up just to be able to use his ability at like five per, or three percent. Yeah. It's not like a. It's like not one of those things where like, oh, all of a sudden, boom, I know how to fly. Right. Yeah. And that series does a really good job of kind of explaining that every generation, the abilities get more and more powerful and and people's bodies really can't handle, like their bodies aren't evolving as fast as their abilities are. And so people are having a hard time controlling their abilities and to that nature. Um, But that show is really cool. It has a, a very, it has a lot of interesting what they call quirks that's what they call the abilities Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of interesting quirks uh, a lot of off the wall quirks Um, but it's a lot of outside the box type of things and the character designs are very interesting and unique even the battlefield yeah I remember one where I think it was out the school playground (laughs) they they were just out there going I thought it was funny I was like that's sort of funny. I just thought it was it was weird. Like, yes, we're gonna battle. We're just gonna do it out there in the playground. Let's go. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> they they do have uh, several training sites on the school grounds that are like some of them like re- replicant cities and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, because where he's going to school is a hero yeah. academy, and so yeah. he's there in that world. Hero being a superhero is an actual job, and so. When you have people who have abilities, right, yeah. you, you want to train them to be able to utilize them because that could be a dangerous thing. And so why not have an academy or a school where it's devoted yeah. to training people how to do that? Yeah, they still learn all the other stuff, but, you know, they spend most of their time trying to learn it and become better heroes. Uh, but number three, and this is another one that's been out for a while, although I, it doesn't have a lot of seasons, I don't think. Um, and the manga is still going on, um, but it's a little bit similar to My Hero Academia, and that's One Punch Man. Now, One Punch Man is to me is more of like a parody, right? It kind of like make fun of the whole concept of about superheroes. So, kind of making fun a little bit of Marvel and DC. You know, the whole idea of becoming a superhero and being a superhero. Because the lead character, he's just a superhero because he was bored. Like he had, he's like, I'm just a superhero for fun, you know. And and so some of the villains will be like, so that's what you're here for? Like, bro, I just destroyed half the city. You're talking about you're here for fun kind of deal. And so uh, it's funny. You know, it had a lot of comedic moments and stuff like that. Fight scenes are really cool. Um, there's a lot of cool fighters in the movie. A lot of cool superheroes in that in that series that have a lot of display of their abilities. Um, but at the end of the day, like, <laughs> the ongoing theme is, like, they'll have, they'll have the best of the best, these people that have trained their lives, their whole lives, to be superheroes, and they can't beat this one monster, and here comes this one guy who's like, man, I hope you can give me a challenge. One punch, dead. Everybody. <laughs> and uh, number four is this one that I've seen, I think, a couple episodes of. Uh, it's on HBO Max. I haven't seen it anywhere else. It might be on Crunchyroll or one of the 
anime apps is Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, the big feel that I got from it, it reminded me a lot of Bleach, which is another series anime that came out in the early 2000s. Um, you know, where it has to deal with, you know, afterlife kind of situations. Now, I haven't seen too much of it, but what I did see of it was pretty interesting. And that's one of the ones that are really popular right now. And then number five, this is one I didn't really get into yet, but I do want to eventually see it because I, I've heard that it's got a lot of popularity. This is one called Black Clover. Um, and this one I think is about mages and wizards and stuff like that. So those are my those are the top five up and coming or my up and coming anime. So check those guys out. Now, just wanted to give you guys my top five all time anime, my personal favorite all time anime. Number one. I'll, I'll go number five. Number five for me was Robotech. Robotech was the first anime that I got into. Uh, I remember being in Puerto Rico and seeing it come on the TV and being intrigued because it, it was these fighter pilots, right? But their their fighter jets also transformed into robots that they, they could control. And so I always thought that cool was a cool concept, and I really enjoyed that series. Um, and it's a pretty much about... The humans fighting against these aliens and um, the aliens are trying to come and take a, a resource from Earth that Earth has an abundance of. That seems to be a common theme in a lot of stories. And so uh, humans use some of their technology and develop those fighter pod, those fighter jets that can transform. Number four for me was Bleach. And that series, it's pretty much... It, it ended, but it ended before the manga ended. So there's more story that could be told, and there's rumors that maybe they'll do the final arc. Um, but that storyline, that story is pretty much about Shinigami, Grim Reapers. So there's our world, and then there's the spirit world. And then in the spirit world, they can come into our in this world and, and, and help fight what's called these things called hollow, which... For comparison's sake, hollows are like demons, right? They're people whose souls become so corrupted that they become these monsters. And so the Shinigami help fight them and to control, you know, the spirit world and also our world. So they don't cause a lot of havoc and stuff like that. Um, but it has a lot of cool displays of abilities and, and, and all that. Um, it's a really interesting story. Um, for anybody who knows about Power Rangers, Adam the Black Ranger was the voice of Ichigo, who's the main character. Um, but it's a really action-packed series, and it's one that doesn't have too, too many episodes. So it's a cool, interesting story. So check it out. Uh, number three is the one I mentioned earlier, and that was Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, again, that's the more action-packed version, in my opinion. So definitely check that one out. Um, oh, and I wanted to go back a little bit on, on Full Metal Alchemist. Um, so Alchemist, why it's called Full Metal Alchemist is what I wanted to mention. Is So... Whenever you're an alchemist that's registered with the government, like, well, you're technically registered with the military mm -hmm. as an alchemist, depending on what your skill set is, depends on where you go, right? So, for example, if you're like one that's based in medical field or biology, stuff like that, then you would kind of go in more of the research area. But there's some dudes who have like, there's one guy who can make uh, explosives using blood. Using the iron and blood and stuff like that, and the chemicals in, in people's bloods, and so he makes people explode. And so he, of course, went into the military and, and the front lines. And you have another guy who can use the iron and blood to make like iron weapons and iron, you know, uh, cannons and stuff like that. 
Um, you have one guy whose name is the Flame Alchemist, who when he puts these gloves on, he snaps his finger, and using the friction from the snapping of his finger, he can like create huge flames, stuff okay. like that. So like, why he's called the Full Metal Alchemist is because like I mentioned earlier, he has his metal arm and his metal leg, and so. That's why they refer to him as the Full Metal Alchemist, and yeah. also because of what he did with his brother. Although most people in that story don't know that that his brother is not human inside of there, like they think there's a human roaming around in an iron, in a in a knight's armor. Okay. Uh, number two, and this is this one and number one are, are like pretty close together. But number two for me is the Naruto franchise, the entire franchise. Yes, I do like Boruto. I know a lot of people hate on it. Now, granted, I like the manga better than I like the anime, um, mainly because where the manga started was a more action-packed, where the anime kind of went back and wanted to lay a lot more groundwork on it. Uh, some people might call it filler. Some people might say, you know, they're just doing that for money. Eh. Um, some of those episodes are good. Um, but for the most part, Naruto, one of my all-time favorites, number two on my list. And number one, can you guess it, sir? Dragon Ball Z. That's right. Dragon Ball Z, bro. That <laughs> was... The second series that it really got me hooked. That was a series that really got me hooked. So, Robotech got me intrigued about anime, right? But Dragon Ball Z got me hooked on anime. That, that was it. Like, from that point on, I like, well, what's the next series I got to get into? And so, those were my, those are, that's my top five all-time anime series. Down. So, who's that guy I always bring up with that, that dude where he goes like this with the fingers? And that's he gives Naruto. shock. Oh, oh, that's Kakashi. What, what series is he in, Kakashi? Kakashi, that's Naruto. So Kakashi yeah. is Naruto's sensei. That's his, that, that's his sensei. And he, the move that you're referring to is a thousand years of death. And, and he learned that from somebody else. Uh, I want to say he learned that from the pervy sage. Pervy sage. Jiraiya. <laughs> for for my anime fans, y'all know y'all know who I'm talking about. So can you explain what the the thousand de- years of a thousand death pain or what so a thousand it? years of death essentially is a move that he uses. Like you, you you essentially sneak up. Like you you well, there's different ways you can do it, but the premise is that you have to sneak up behind somebody, and you, and your hands clasp together like in the gun shape. You like jamming up their butts. That's essentially the, the the move. Now it's not a move he uses very often. It's a move that he because of the nature of it. But that's part of the comedy of Naruto, right? Yeah. So you have like these perverse moments that they do in there that are are used to kind of highlight the comedy of the situation. So that's one of them. Um, Naruto has a move called um, the Harem Jutsu, where he transforms into a an attractive woman to distract the fighter that he's fighting. And later on, he does it where he can transform, like, he can make clones of himself, and he transforms the clones, so there's, like, multiple attractive women to distract the, the fighter that he's fighting and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's one of the com- comedy movies. But, yeah, Kakashi Atake. He's uh, he's uh, Naruto's uh, sensei. Yeah, okay. Um, well, he's actually the, the main, well, Naruto's the main character, but their team, Team 7, that he was the leader of that group, I'm gonna look for a video. You're gonna uh, after we're done recording. I'm gonna see if you can post it up on, on the Twitter, because uh, uh, I always think of that. Because I guess I'll go ahead and explain the 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 video I'm gonna search for. Maybe it was basically it wasn't cartoon. It was like real life, and it's funny. Like 
uh, they're in a classroom, and this one guy goes like this. And I wish you guys could see this. He doesn't need your hand signs. Yeah, but it's funny because two of the other classmates look and they know exactly what's going to happen. And he does it to another a guy that's just standing there and he gives it to him. Terrible, man. It's terrible. They didn't even they didn't even warn the guy. No, but it's funny because the other the other I guess uh, I'll tell you what I said. Look at those other nerds, man. They're all puffed up because they're over there looking. They were they're like oh. They're like, Exactly, dude. <laughs> you just hit them with it, man. Oh, yeah, man. Hand signs, ninja yeah. hand signs. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, that's that's pretty much all I got for anime. Um, I think what we have next is around the barrios with Dom. All right. So let's go ahead and see what's going around the world with our Barrio Bros. Let's take our first stop out in Georgia. I know the boss must definitely be one of our Fishbowl Barrio Bros. Because this one guy, he put his two-week notice in in Georgia and told his boss, I'm done. Well, his boss, you know, didn't pay him. And so he goes, so he made a big stink and sued and he wanted uh, $950. Everything sounds good. And this is how I know he's a fishbowl barrio, that, that boss. So in the middle of the night, that boss to pay him dropped off 500 pounds of pennies covered in oil in the dude's driveway. Oh, man, that's terrible, bro. And the guy, it's not like he... he so the, what's happened, I was reading this story. He can't just take it into like the bank and, and nope. have it deposit. He's sitting there in the garage cleaning uh, up. <laughs> and then he has to roll them all up too. Yeah, he's got to take the oil off of uh, 500 pounds worth of pennies. There's no HEBs around. They can, he, you know that, isn't that a change machine? What, doesn't it convert it back to dollars? Or yeah, no? but he, they're all, they got uh, all the oil, so he's got to get it off. Uh, so it's not like he can just take that bucket and just drop it in there. Yeah. He's got to. Oh man, that's what I was like. You know what? Before I go anywhere, after I'm done cleaning them pennies, I'm making a stop to that house. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then uh, I just want to give out a, a bolo. Be on the lookout for our fishbowl brothers out in uh, Michigan. If you go ahead and see, um, find uh, a Ronald McDonald statue just in the back of somebody's truck or are hidden. There's a $1,500 reward because somebody stole a town's uh, Ronald McDonald statue, and that's one of their prized possessions in that little town. So they're offering, they're offering a $1,500 reward. A little bit of me is wondering if they're just going to take pictures. Like, you know, remember that, like, the stolen gnome where it went around the world? It's possible, man. I wonder if that statue. Yeah, man, they're, they're they're breaking little kids' hearts, bro. No, I, yeah. I I don't know if they. I don't think they have them like this anymore. But I remember when I was a kid, they'd have the the McDonald's playgrounds. Oh, those go outside and they had the different character statues all over the place. Yeah, and then not only that, the the playground set the the little I don't know the seahorses, but it was like the French fries instead. Yeah, man. And uh, the, oh, also the the Hamburglar up in the little jungle gyms. Yeah. Area. <laughs> right behind the bars like he was in yeah. jail. Yeah. 
Grimace and Grimace all that. is out there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. oh well, man. I guess I guess Ronald's about to make a trip. Yeah, we'll exactly. See. We're gonna look out. All right, now our, our Fishbowl Barrio, our bar bro Barrio, aka the dog. Well, our one of our, our our the dogs was out in Wisconsin. He took his his human's car out for a joyride. Uh, the dog's an Australian Shepherd, and he took his the Jeep out for a spin and crashed it. Oh man, how far did he get? Um, I guess down the street because man, the, the, apparently the, <laughs> apparently the human was not too bright and just left the the dog in there with the keys on, and he threw that thing in the drive and went cruising. Nice. Yeah. Smart dog. I know. Definitely a Barrio bro right exactly. there. Exactly. Well, that's all I got. Let's go to Castor Rio and see what we got for next week. Futures now, old man. So it looks like we have an interesting idea here. So what we got is if we could learn one thing about our future, what would it be? Hmm. That's going to be something to contemplate and talk about next week. So, again... You guys, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. Spread the word. And until next week, I'm Pucho. I'm Dom. Be merry. It's such a good feeling, a very good feeling, the feeling you know that I'll be back when the day is new and I'll have more ideas for you and you'll have things you'll want to talk about I will too